hello everyone and welcome back to the Reformed Dissenters. Thank you so much for listening or watching us today, listening to us I should say. Uh, my name is Bruce Johnson. I am joined here in South Dakota by Joseph Lassiter. Hello. And Jacob Johnson is back in Pennsylvania joining us today as well. Hello. And uh, if you want to uh, find a list of links to all of the platforms that our show is on, or if you'd like a way to easily share this show with your friends, which we would love so, so much if you could share this show, spread it around, share some of your favorite episodes, um, you can go to our website, which is trdshow.net. And like I said, you'll find a list of all the links to all of the many various platforms we're on, including lots of pro first amendment platforms pro free speech platforms so in the inevitable uh, eventuality of us getting canceled um for something we say that big tech just doesn't like for whatever reason they have so many reasons now um you can find us on all of our pro first amendment platforms such as rumble we're on gab tv odyssey and a whole bunch of others so definitely check out our website if you have information questions suggestions anything you'd like to send our way you can go to trdshow at protonmail.com you can email us there trdshow at protonmail.com and we would love to hear from our audience again uh, we haven't been doing these uh, uh, as much recently but we'll hopefully be picking these up again in the future um, but if you're interested in hearing us do deep dives into some of the current events that we talk about on the show, you'll have to follow us on our pro-free speech platforms such as Rumble, Gab TV, and Gab, also Odyssey as well. Okay, as a reminder, the theme of the month this month, the month of September, our theme is discovering and using our God-given gifts. And uh, <laughs> so that is our theme this month, and I think last week was the first episode we started with Indeed. that theme. So, um, as a bit of a breakdown of what's going to happen on the show today, we're going to start by talking about some of the current events of this week. And oh my word, so much happened. This—it's a big segment. There's a lot that happened. A lot in current events this week. So, we're going to be talking about those. Um, some sad, scary, not so great things, and then some really positive, highly exciting, and wow, I can't believe that happened. That's awesome things as well. Um, literature of the month is what we're going to talk about after our current events segment, and our literature this month is Finding a Job You Can Love by Ralph Matson, and that fits very well into our theme, which is discovering and using our God-given gifts. Okay, but before we can get into the show for the day, we have to talk about the verse of the week. And our verse this week is 1 Peter 4, verses 10 and 11. And it says, Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. So again, um, as it says at the beginning, each of you should use whatever gift you've received to serve others, uh, faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. So the gifts we receive are, um, you know, God's examples of God's grace in its various forms. And we should use those gifts, whatever gifts they are that we've received, we should use those God-given gifts to serve others and use them in ways that faithful stewards of God 
would use those gifts as faithful stewards of God's grace. So very important to remember that. And we're going to be talking a lot about that during our Literature of the Month segment. Okay, let's get into the current events of this week. And as usual, Jake, you want to kick it off? Alrighty. So I'm like we've been doing. I'm going to go through the headline and then Joe and Bruce are going to give their opinions. But this week, I am going to give the headline and give my short excerpt of what I want to say. And so the headline is National Archives posts harmful content warning on Constitution, Declaration of Independence, and other founding documents. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. We knew this and day was I, coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I just wanted to say that the left and this other political agenda, they have to do this. The Declaration of Independence is a document that talks directly about tyrannical government and that is reasonable and when it is reasonable to go against a tyrannical government. Mm. Uh, yep. And so this directly goes against what they want to do. Exactly. And yep. they want to get rid of history. History is how we know how to move forward. If we never learn from the past, uh, we are doomed to repeat it. And so they want to, they don't want the nation to know the rights that we have, uh, which is stated in the Bill of Rights, and that also mm. has been censored. And they don't want people to know how our government should be run through the Constitution. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Man, that, that is pretty crazy. I saw that and I thought it was a Babylon Bee article at first. And I was like, huh, that's funny. That doesn't sound uh, too far from the truth, though. And then I read a little further and I was not seeing a Babylon Bee logo. And I was like, oh, my goodness, this is real. They are literally issuing warnings and advisories um, online when you try to look up the Constitution, try to read the Declaration of Independence in the Federal Archives. Um yeah. Actually, here's here's something that was stated in the article, and it, it actually said the reason they're doing this is because it is outdated content. I saw that. I saw that. Um, yep. So, but but also like this is our founding documents. These <laughs> yeah. are what created this country. Yep. Why? Yep. So. Yeah. Yep, and they, it's it is crazy because if they want to do that for a secular document like the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, like even that's too strong for them. What are they going to start doing with Scripture? What are they going to start doing with the Bible when it tells us when the Son has set you free, you are free indeed? What is that gonna do? Um, what <laughs> what they're going to start? I mean, I think all along that that's been their target, but they're really going to start turning their focus to that. Um, I, I think they already have. Yeah, yeah. Through, through yep. the liberal churches. For sure. Oh, yeah. Yes, indeed. Very sad. What are your thoughts, Joe? So it sounds like what they're trying to say is old government is not good anymore. Now they're trying to bring in this new government. Is that how I'm hearing it correctly? Yeah. Yeah, so as old if old government 
wasn't working, so we must make it new and different. Or that just because it's old, it's wrong. <laughs> I'm yeah. just trying to. I, I'm trying to wrap my head around that because I'm like, they're the founding documents is the reason why we have a government now, and now mm. they're trying to yep. say the Constitution Bill of Rights is not legit anymore. Well, that's the reason why they're in office right now. <laughs> it should be. It should be, but unfortunately, it isn't. Yep. Until we get this election system figured out and until we actually remove fraud, that's not why they're in office. They're in office because some of the higher-ups decided they're going to be in office. Yeah. Instead of a, a government derived from the people, it's a people derived from the government. Our hmm. you know, governmental power doesn't come from the people anymore. Governmental power comes from the government. It doesn't come from God. doesn't come from the people the way it should. And I mean, the way it does, actually, it should, it does come from God. Um, but if they don't acknowledge that this is where we are and eventually it's going to crumble. And eventually we're, we're, and what we're seeing now is the judgment of, uh, on our nation for not realizing where our true power, where our true gifts, um, and what, what makes America unique. It, it, it's not from our governmental system. It's not from anything like that. It's, it's from our foundings. It's from our foundation. It's from our biblical foundation. It's from our belief in God. And us being on the Lord's side, instead of fighting against him and saying, no, I'm going to do my own system of government, looking at his word and saying, how do you want government to be run? looking at scripture and deciding that that's what made America great and that's what we lost. And that's why, unfortunately we've lost our greatness. Mm. So while Trump's tagline was make America great again, he didn't approach it from a biblical perspective. So there was no way for him actually to accomplish that. So, and he did make, I mean, temporary strides, I guess, temporary improvements, but as we've he, seen, he uncovered, he uncovered the, some of the things that were going on and it led yeah. us to how, yeah. how, how deep and how they were terrible so deep it actually is. Yep. Yep. For sure. Yep. And then it was all just wiped out, wiped out by the next administration, however fake it may be and, and unreal it may be in many ways. Um, cool. Anything else to add to that, Jake? Nope. Well, well, thank you for bringing that up and bringing that to our attention. That's, that's pretty crazy. Okay. Now, for my pick, um, starts out. Did, did you? I had some oh, stuff. Oh, you want to have yes. some? Okay. Got something. Want, Go I for want it, a, I want a little uh, say. All so right, I, I was looking up local news this week, and I found uh, a news article about telephone or phone scammers. Phone scammers are pushing their way very, very hard. Um, the, in the article that I was reading is they were, there was a lot of phone scammers calling people saying that, hey, there's a warrant out for your arrest. <laughs> but what they're really looking for is for you to, for you to give out information or mm -hmm. for you to call them so that you can give them more information about you. And really, it's just a scam to get your information. Not only are, is that happening, but there's also organizations that they're, they're fake faking as well, like Amazon and Geek Squad. Those are the two main ones that I, I've heard within this last week wow. that 
are really heavily pushing and calling and trying to get either your account number, either your credit card number, or just for you to say yes, because they're all recording, and they're just, the moment they can get you saying yes, they can do a lot with that information, with your voice saying yes. Wow. So, yeah, that that's an interesting fact about this week, as because that also got me as well. Amazon called me. Fake Amazon called oh, me. Oh, man, dude. So, yes. Sheesh. But on the next note, I have a positive, well, a positive negative note. Lovely. The positive is. Bittersweet. Yeah, we're not the only country on fire or on the, <laughs> the country with the biggest. positive, Joe. How dare you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't have the biggest fires, according to a uh, NASA map that I was looking wow. at. Um, there was South Africa and Asia. Uh, what was it? Um, yeah, South Africa and Mexico do have Mexico. pretty big fires. Yeah, Whoa. close to wow. U.S. But yeah. yeah, and then there's. Let's see if I can remember my continents. Um, there's <laughs> Geography a, is fun. <laughs> there's there's quite a bit of fires overseas as well. Wow! If you take a look at the map, there's big, just big red fire lines Man. compared to our California. Just has little streak marks. Hmm. It's crazy. Wow. Comparatively, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Africa. That's what it was. Ah, uh, Africa. And and they just so had Africa a, and where. Uh, uh, South Africa, and then is it Africa? Jeez, oh, now now I'm. <laughs> oh well. Do you mean South America? Yes, South America. Thank you. South America yeah. and Africa. South America and Africa. Gotcha. Um, Africa has just this great big um, line across their co- their continent. It, wow. Yeah, but you have to look on the NASA map to find that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Man. But that that's also comes from a time span of March 2020 to June 2021. Okay. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Wow. Just. Man. All right. Well, thanks for sharing, Weatherman Joe. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Anything else you guys want to add before we move on? Let's hear what you have. Is it scary? Right. Is it scary? Is it amazing? Um. Yes. Is it not Superman? Yes. It's it's everything all thrown in one bundle. Um, it has extremely practical effects and some not so practical effects and then some also very practical effects as well. Um, so <laughs> it's just a whirlwind of interestingness. Okay. So um, first, I wanted to read a direct transcript from Joe Biden's remarks um, last week. From um, from our esteemed fake president. Yes, indeed. And I'll read the headline after I read the remarks. All right, here we go. Here's his direct transcript. Ready? Listen, folks, make a mistake. Uh, make no mistake, said the president, reading carefully off the teleprompter. I have complete control and sole authority over everything you do with your body and everything you put in your body. I'm the government, for goodness sakes. I have F-15s and nukes. Just get the machine. Just do it. Biden then walked out of the room to get a snack. Many concerns remained around issues of freedom and natural immunity, but the president was already eating his applesauce with crushed up pills in it and was unable to answer questions. Companies will be forced to comply with the mandate until the Supreme Court strikes it down in a few hours. 
Okay, this was Babylon B. Um, <laughs> <laughs> headline is, uh, ba- uh, isn't it funny how that almost sounded real for a second? <laughs> yeah. Biden unveils your uh, unveils new Your Body, My Choice vaccination program. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Just Babylon wait. B, but... That'll actually be a speech next oh, week. Oh, it will. It will. Yeah. Yes, because yeah. actually I just saw a headline today from the Epoch Times saying that there are new measures set to come out next week. And I'm like, more measures? More COVID vaccination? Biden's set to release another speech. Hopefully it's you know recorded so he gets it right. Um, and they have enough time to edit out all the guffaws and <laughs> goffs. <laughs> um, yeah, it's crazy. Okay, I'm just really going to be reading a series of um, of headlines and excerpts from those uh, articles, and um, then I'll just have just a little bit of dialogue about those, and I want to get your takes and opinions on those as well. So, all right, first headline, Biden plans to require vaccines or weekly testing for 80 million private sector workers. And that's just the headline, folks. We're just getting started. Um, Biden will direct the Department of Labor to develop a rule that companies with more than 100 employees will require vaccinations or once per week testing for their workers, potentially affecting tens of millions of U.S. private sector employees. During remarks on September 9th, Biden said that the United States can and will turn the tide against COVID-19 by mass vaccinations, which is hilarious because that's not at all what these vaccines do. It's not even what they're claiming they do. They're claiming they're only meant to help um, with the symptoms, which they don't even do that because 80% in many places in the world and across the U.S., 80% of those hospitalized were vaccinated. So they don't even do what they're advertised to do. But they're certainly not advertised to stop the spread of COVID-19. They're not even advertised to do that. So this is literally just false news. So they want to censor President Trump's speeches last year on YouTube, and yet they're not censoring what is clearly anti-science, if you want to use their phrase against them. It's it's really sick. While casting blame at the 80 million people who haven't been vaccinated, he did that during his speech. We're in a tough stretch, he said. This is not about freedom or personal choice, but it's about protection against COVID-19. I'm like, dude, this is totally about freedom. You want to force people against their will without any comfort, consolation scientifically that this will not harm them in the long term. We have no clue and you want to force them to do this and that's not about freedom. He's literally just up there lying through his teeth at this point. Go ahead, Jake. Did you hear that they're now just doing studies on the effects of the vaccine <laughs> yep. on women and yep. the yeah it's yeah i'm like a little late for that don't you think pretty sure yeah. we are the studies we are the clinical trials here so yeah i guess you just these stand on the street to watch people walk by see what happens to them. go ahead these studies were supposed to happen before the vaccine oh even yeah. became available yep 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 should have been years not months, not weeks, days, however long they actually tested, which who knows. Yep. Um, Biden also stated incorrectly that unvaccinated people are crowding our hospitals 
and said vaccines provide protection against COVID-19 hospitalizations. They do neither. Ne- neither of those two facts are true. The unvaccinate, unvaccinated people are not crowding our hospitals, and the COVID-19 vaccines do not help with COVID-19 hospitalizations. So, okay. Um, next article headline. Here's what's cool. Okay, this, that, that's ominous. Um, I know a lot of people I talked to personally were like, oh, goodness, what are we going to do? I'm going to lose my job. I Maybe mm. I'll just have to get the jab. Um, and for a couple hours there, it was like, wow, what are we going to do? And then, thankfully, our vast conservative network that sometimes we forget exists started to step up to the plate and really change and fix things. And it's exciting to see what's coming. So here's the positive side. Governors, here's the headline. Governors immediately push back on unconstitutional Biden plan. And they said they will fight them to the gates of hell. Kim Reynolds, governor of Iowa. This is her quote. President Biden is, uh, you know, eh, president, does she need that word? I don't know. Is taking dangerous and unprecedented steps to insert the federal government even further into our lives while dismissing the ability of Iowans and Americans to make health care decisions for themselves. Biden's plan will only worsen our workforce shortage and further limit our economic recovery. As I've said all along, I believe in trust and trust in Iowans to make the best health decisions for themselves and their families. It's time for President Biden to do the same. Enough. And that was Kim Reynolds of Iowa. The one of the only other governors besides Christy Nome who I actually respect. Well, no, there's Ron DeSantis, and I might respect him more than the other two, uh, <laughs> given recent events. But she was really good about COVID. Um, um, Steve Dace lives in Iowa, and he was um, talking a lot about what she did. and it, So very cool. All right, then there's Christy Nome. She said, my legal team is standing by, ready to file our lawsuit the minute Joe Biden files his unconstitutional role. This gross example of federal intrusion will not stand. So we'll see what actually comes of that. All right. Uh, Kevin Stitt, Oklahoma. It is not the governor's role, government's role to dictate to private businesses what to do. Once again, President Biden is demonstrating his complete disregard for individual freedoms and states' rights. As long as I'm governor, there will be no government vaccine mandates in Oklahoma. Kind of sounds like he's running for a re-election, but I don't know. Um my <laughs> my administration will continue to defend Oklahoma values and fight back against the Biden administration's federal overreach. And finally, Greg Abbott in Texas said, Biden's vaccine mandate is an assault on private businesses. I issued an executive order protecting Texans' right to choose whether they get the COVID vaccine and added... Uh, added it to the special session agenda. Texas is already working to halt this power grab. So when you guys hear those statements from the governors, what uh, what are your immediate reactions, knee-jerk responses? Do you think that the, um, the left or the Biden administ- administration is just doing something crazy to see how people will respond? Maybe. I think they're this also... just a test? I think they might also be trying to draw attention away from the Afghanistan situation. You know, everyone's all up in arms about this. And now they've completely forgotten about what's going on in Afghanistan. Also, one might say, I thought about this the other day. I'd like to do some more research into it. 
wasn't it super sudden the way that Biden pulled everybody out, pulled all the troops and resources out of Afghanistan? It felt really rushed, right? It's like a day and he was gone. And then coincidentally, a couple weeks later, this goes down, which had the potential, I think, still has the potential, I think, to ignite potentially a civil war. Who knows? I, I just thought it was really incidental how seemed like he just pulled a whole lot of troops, got them back on mm. U.S. soil just in time for this thing to go down. I don't know. I'm just literally guessing, but it almost feels yeah. like he was getting ready for a revolt, getting, or at least the puppeteers were getting ready for, I don't know, something to go down. He was getting ready yeah. for Americans to say, I've had it. I'm done. No, you can't do this. Because now, what what are the business? There's a fine now. I think it's, I, I forget the number. It's quite high. It's yep. something like $8,000, or, or I think it's even way more than that. Per employee, the business gets fined per employee if they're not vaccinated, per unvaccinated employee. And what if a business but that decides... Isn't, isn't that if they have over 100? Yeah. So only employees over 100. Right. Yeah. Right. But what if a business decides, I'm not doing that. I'm not paying your fine. Right. What does the government do then? If they say, nope, not going to court, nope, not doing it. It's my business. I can do what I want. Get off my back. Well, then the police probably go in and arrest the guy, right? So what if it gets, what if it escalates? What if it gets to a point where it's like, this guy really doesn't want to go to jail for nothing, for doing nothing wrong, for running his business, for standing against tyranny? Eventually, the military might get involved. And so I can't help but wonder if maybe Biden pulling those people out so quickly was to get ready for this just in case the military had to get involved and they needed extra troops to fight their own citizens. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Again, yep. conspiracy theory. Call me what you will. Um, <laughs> but I just thought that was interesting. What are your thoughts, Joe? Um, I'm trying to remember what my thoughts are. Based on the, the government, mm -hmm. the governors wanting to stand against the... the um, yeah. Mandate. I, I think it, it's the way to go for one, quite frankly. Yeah. Do you think they'll follow through with it? or? I'm not 100% sure. We'll have to see what next week holds. I sure would like to see them for sure stand up against them. Mm. but Which governor do you think has the most is, – is probably going to fight back the most or is actually going to follow through with their words? You know, I haven't studied other governors okay, enough yeah. that much. I mean, I could see the Texas or Florida mm -hmm. and DeSantis. South Dakota. You think Noam's going to follow through? I'm not 100% sure, but mm -hmm. I'd, I'd like to see her go through. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think out of the, all of them, I'm least, uh, unfortunately, least hopeful about Noam. Just because of historically, I don't know what happened to her this year. It's almost like... Her and Greg Abbott switched brains. <laughs> it's mm. just like 2020, she was awesome. Greg Abbott was the worst. Lockdowns, masks, all of it turned into Texas or turned into California. 2021, Co uh, Gnome is still okay on COVID because COVID's kind of just dead now. Um, but now on a whole bunch of other really important things, the transgendered stuff, all sorts of other 
things. Yeah. She's now just, yeah, whatevs. Pushing it off, speaking words that do nothing. And then Abbott's taking action. Like, in now it's law um, that getting transgendered surgery for minors is uh, child abuse. It's le- illegal to do that now in Texas. I mean, could you imagine the that abortion. happening in South Dakota? Go ahead. Or the abortion. Abortion. Yep. Yep. Like we talked about last week. Yeah, it's it's just really weird. It's like all of a sudden, Greg Abbott grew a spine and Christy Nome lost hers. So, I don't know. Very strange. So, um, okay, let's see. Next headline, I will not comply, is the tagline. Social media erupts over Biden vaccine mandate speech. Daily Wire co-founder and CEO Jeremy Boring, I'm assuming I'm saying his name correctly, um, took to Twitter to say that he would not comply with President Biden's dictates. The Daily Wire, uh, this is his quote, The Daily Wire has well over 100 employees. We will not enforce Joe Biden's unconstitutional and tyrannical vaccine mandate, Boring wrote. He then added, We will use every tool at our disposal, including legal action, to resist this overreach. Um, The Blaze CEO, Tyle Carden, also stated that he will not be forcing his employees to get jabbed against their will. Um, There's a whole host of other ones, um, and we'll actually talk a little bit more about that later. So that's very encouraging. encouraging. Um, Thomas Massey, representative, I believe, from Kentucky, although I don't have that. I should have written that down, (laughs) but I think it's Kentucky, uh, responded to Biden's remarks on Twitter saying, newest threat from Joe Biden. Uh, And then this is this was Biden's quote that he was quoting. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. I say to you, Mr. President, our patience is gone. Um, so that was Thomas Massey. Okay. Um, one more headline. Mm, two more headlines. <laughs> okay. Second to last headline. RNC. This was really interesting. The September 10th, <clears throat> the very next day after this horrifying mandate and decree went forth from um, the puppeteers of King Biden. Um the RNC, the headline is, the RNC announces plans to sue uh, Biden over vaccine mandate. The Republican National Committee, RNC, on September 10th, announced its plans to sue President Biden's administration over its COVID-19 vaccine and testing mandate. It comes just day, just one day after the president issued sweeping new federal vaccine requirements that could affect as many as 100 million Americans. Taking to Twitter... RNC chairwoman Rana Rona Rona Rana McDaniel announced Joe Biden told Americans when he was elected that he would not impose vac- vaccine mandates. He lied. When his decree goes into effect, the RNC will sue the administration to protect Americans and their liberties. And lastly, and I'll get your opinions on this as well, and the last two that I didn't give you a chance to talk about yet. Sorry, <laughs> trying to get the, through these. Um, lastly. This is probably one of my absolute favorites. This is this is so exciting, and I've been talking about Gab for a really long time now, um, and I would ha- highly encourage you if you haven't already, get on Gab, and like our Gab page. Gab is just a fantastic, fantastic platform. Um, but Andrew Torba released an article uh, about the Novax mandate job board. So it's actually a group on gab and there's 50,000 some people in the group on gab um and 
This job board, and this is a quote from him, this job board is for sharing job openings that do not require employees to inject themselves with an experimental substance or violate their bodily autonomy and religious beliefs in order to retain employment. This is also a job board, um, a board for job seekers to share their resume, skills, and story. So this isn't the end. Hope is not lost. There is lots of hope. Um, Andrew Torba also, and a lot of the people at the Gab, um, uh, the Gab staff have released various, um, papers and, and documents for you to be able to sign and turn into your employer if they're trying to force you to get this experimental gene therapy injected into your body without your will or consent. Um, there are ways around it. If you are being forced to take this thing against your will, send us an email or better yet, go on gab.com and send a message to Andrew Torba and he can send you the necessary articles, um, documents, what have you. So nice. you can definitely reach out to us as well. So, okay. That was a lot. That's all I have. What did you guys want to add to that? If a, uh, company decided to make a mandate but not enforce it, would that be still allowed? Would that be allowed? I mean, like under under this new this new mandate. Oh, so right. it, it's making making companies mandate the vaccine if they have more than a hundred employees. Yeah. Well, okay, if they mandate it, but then not enforce it, like say. If you do not take the vaccine, you're going to lose your job. Someone doesn't take the vaccine. They're like, okay. Yeah. But not the enforce sad that. thing is um, there's a couple things at play. One, um, they are going to be fining companies for every employee that is not vaccinated. So mm. whether the company okay. makes a mandate or not, the reward and discipline – from the federal government, I can't believe I'm saying these things. Um, the, the the federal government's going to reprimand um, uh, businesses if their employees are not vaccinated, and I believe they have a month, two months to get all this done before they finally bring down the hammer, if you will, and um, do the things. So we will see what happens in the next two months. Um, I forget what the time frame is exactly, but however long that time frame is, we're going to see some interesting things happen. So we, right now it's kind of a waiting game. It's like, are you bluffing or are you really, you really want to go down this road? You really want to force people, 80 million people against their will to do something. You really want to do this? We will see. We shall see. So, I had something because you brought up the Afghanistan and the Taliban. I think, did you? We might have. Okay. Well, <laughs> the, one of the news articles that popped in my mind while while you were uh, talking about something overseas, um, but the news article headline was the Taliban fail betrayed by the u.s because we disassembled our helicopters and aircraft over there 
hmm. the the aircraft and helicopters that we left over there they felt uh, um yeah it, it, yeah it's <laughs> they were mad because they had we they, didn't they didn't, we didn't help them. yeah <laughs> they, they, they they're f- like hey thanks for the gift guys but where are the batteries <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wow wow it, very very interesting millions of dollars worth of equipment that we just neglected to retrieve is now in the hands of the Taliban, potentially horrifyingly dangerous weapons. And they're mad because we, you know, left a few screws out of the helicopters. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely. That's just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, typical Taliban. Oh, wow. Yep. Crazy situation. All right. Well, it's going to wrap up our current events segment, which I think was considerably quicker than it was last week. So, <laughs> all right. We'll a little see. bit potentially of a shorter episode. Okay. Let's move into our literature of the week. And, um, I mean, this month, it's Finding a Job You Can Love by Ralph Madsen. And this week, we read three chapters. We really want to get through this book. We want to get through as many chapters as we possibly can. And we've kind of come up with a schedule that gets us through all of what we think are the most important chapters in the book. And that requires us to read three chapters a week. So really pushed up our uh, reading schedules, but um, we think it's worth it. So this week we read chapters four, five, and six. And the first question for the chapters we read this week is, uh, what did you find most interesting about the chapters? And Jake? Go ahead and kick it off. Alrighty. So my answer to the first question is God did work. Not because he needed to, but because he wanted to. Mm. He created us, but he did not need us. Uh, his creation of the world was him doing work, but that was not needed. Uh, for anybody to say that we were needed is saying that God was lacking to begin with. Hmm. And as we know, he is perfect and is not lacking whatsoever. So, and how God did work because he wanted to. Hmm. And that's how we should approach work. Yes. Um, We should do it because we want to. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Thanks, Jake. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It can, um, I'm going to talk about this a lot as well. Um, but it, it, uh, can definitely feel like, Oh, great. Monday's tomorrow. Ugh, I got to go back into work. I wish I had a longer weekend. Um, but that's not really our approach. I mean, obviously there are situations where it's just like, you've had a long weekend or you've had so, you know, work has been crazy and it's like, oh man, I need, I need a break. I'm not looking forward to work. And obviously work is per- isn't perfect anymore. It's been defiled by mm-hmm. the fall, but mm-hmm. for the majority of the time, we should be looking forward to it. We should find joy and fulfillment in it. Um, and that's actually talked about in the Bible and talked about in lots of the chapters. Um, and I'll be mentioning that a little later. So yeah, that was good to mention. Thanks, Jake. Joe. Yeah. So I was reading a section in chapter four called the Genesis, Genesis principle. Yes. Yep. That's good. I got carried away. I, I saw <laughs> the word, um, beautiful in there and 
it just reminded me this is not in the book at all but uh, i'm bunny trailing right now and (laughs) it reminded me something of what i had heard through a organization i went to and it was describing how in, in an atheist uh culture in a big bang culture who doesn't have God as the creator, they can't explain why we need beauty. We need mm. art. We need yeah. We need trees that look pretty. Right. Okay, that's beauty. But anyway, um, <laughs> they can't explain the need for having that art, that that scenery. Yeah. And, and it was just yeah. one of those things that it, it it hit me that well, God was creating for his glory he created everything so we can enjoy them as well Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah very good observation thanks joe cool all right well my answer um this week we read one of my absolute favorite sections of the book um chapters yeah chapters four five and six all address fundamental areas of our world as it relates to our day-to-day life Um, I wanted to quickly mention one of my favorite quotes in this book, which is actually (laughs) from chapter three. Um, I accidentally read chapter three and uh, this week because I, you know, forgot which chapters we were reading. So (laughs) I read chapters three and then I was like, I read back again in our list and I was like, oh, no, I got to read chapters four five and six. Oh, well, I'll keep on going, you know, (laughs) so but chapters uh, chapter three on page thirty eight. Uh, Matson says, we please God when we act the way we are designed to act, when we are who God designed us to be. When such actions are carried out with the intention of being expressions of love to him, they do in fact become expressions of love to him. The common theme throughout these chapters, and honestly most of the book, is that work is something we should enjoy when we do. Uh, We will be accomplishing God's will. He created each of us with gifts, abilities, and inclinations that others don't have. When we place ourselves in careers that utilize those gifts, we will not only find joy in our work, we will be accomplishing God's will for our lives. Work is not something we should dread. It was something that was created after the fall, like I was, you know, like I was saying earlier. The fall just made work harder. Uh, We now have to toil, sometimes by the sweat of our brow. But on page 46, Ralph Madsen talks about the position of work prior to the fall. He says, Adam took his specific place in the interrelated scheme of creation. There was a particular place for him in the garden. He kept order and balance in Eden. He worked. Though Adam's job had practical results, the ultimate significance of what he did was tied to the significance of creation itself. Creation as God's work is expressive of its being, which is exactly what Jake was was just talking about. For Adam to act and operate effectively was to experience the significance of being. Um, And then on page 47, Matson says, The curse of the fall is not that we have to work, but that we have to work by the sweat of the brow. Work is no longer a pure expression of being. It is contaminated with the laborious, um, yeah, I'll say laborious, laborious, (laughs) laborious, <laughs> laborious, requirement to take care of our physical needs. So very different perspective on work. Um, okay, next question. What part of the reading do you think most applies to the theme of the month? And again, our theme this month is discovering and using our God-given gifts. And Jake, go for it. All right, so 
as we know, uh, as Bruce just said, our theme is discovering and using our God-given gifts. The point I would like to talk about here, as I talked about last week, I talked about discovering, and I, I talked about discovering our, our gifts. Now I'm talking about using our gifts and specifically why we should use our gifts. Uh, God has given gifts to each and every one of us. Ralph Madsen makes a statement that if we know that our gifts are from God, why would we not strive to find out uh, what those gifts are and to use them? <laughs> Ralph Madsen nice. shows that the, that the people who have been successful have been the ones who find and use their gifts. Hmm. Should not we as Christians strive to become successful because we discovered and used our God-given gifts? Nice. Great. Yeah, that's a really good quote, Jake. Thank you very much. All right. My answer to this is just a little long, but I'll get through it. <laughs> okay. Um, first of all, Matson, um, before I get started, though, Joe, did you want to add to this question before we moved on? I liked exactly what Jacob was saying. Just another thing that I was thinking of is we are created in God's image. We we were created to have our own design gifts. Mm. And um the thing that came comes to my mind is the the story of the talents. Uh was it Jesus gave three yeah. people talents. One had 10, one had 5, and one had 1. Well, the person with 10 and 5, they went and used them. Or am I getting that parable mixed up? <laughs> Invested. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right. They um, right. multiplied they in, them. They multiplied them. But then the one person, all he did was he put it in the ground <laughs> and did nothing with it. Yep. yep. And I don't know how that relates. To whom much is given, much will be expected. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had a train of thought, but I lost it. But, no, that's um, great. Yeah. That's a really good point. <laughs> but that, that's the yeah. thing that comes to my mind is we should be using our yes. talents and I keep thinking that is talents, not money. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Every time right. I, well, I, right. I think it um, can be a parable for for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's it, those are the gifts that God gives us. Yep, for sure. And if we if we don't utilize them, if we bury them, and we just are you know resorted to just eh, whatevs. I don't really like work. I'm not going to try to like work. I'm not going to try and find the work that I was created to do. I'm just, no, um, nah, <laughs> then we've wasted them. We've effectively buried our gifts. So, um, good point. Thanks, Joe. Okay. My answer is first of all, Matson spends a large chunk of time convincing and demonstrating to his readers that work is not something from man. It's something from God and Jake and Joe, we've all touched on this, not just today, but previous episodes as well. Um, in chapter 5, on page 53, if you're following along at home, uh, Matson says, We hope to dispel a distorted view most Christians have of the worldly activities of business, education, arts, and leisure. Many Christians believe that such activities are worldly, meaning they are solely the products of man's endeavors. It is no wonder... There is so much guilt among highly committed Christians who, with that perspective, must conclude that only those activities 
connected with Christian ministry are worth pursuit. Behind this distorted view is a monumental error. Uh, namely, the attributing to man the ability to create concepts of organization, economics, science, communications, and creativity on his own as if they were not discoveries of principles ordained by God. Civilization is only possible because of God and is not in any remote sense an independent development of man. Um, man cannot develop anything original. He must use what God has provided. End quote. Very large quote. <laughs> but I, I was like, how can I cut this quote down? And every time I tried to cut it, I was like, there's just no way to express what he's trying to communicate if, if, unless I just read the whole thing. So um, I think that was a really good quote. Because it came from God, it's not just something we should be, um, it's not just something we should be encouraged to pursue. It's something we should try to get right. Um, on page 54, Matson says, business and industry do not produce greed. The sick nature of man does. Consider what beauty there would be. I think this is the beauty that Joe was also referring to. Um, what beauty there would be if unfallen man conducted business and manufacturing enterprises. Can you imagine the wonder of people making beautiful products that have integrity of design and purpose and then those products being distributed by way of ingenious systems to all those in need of the products. Can you imagine people involved in all phases of those activities doing what they were gifted to do under God's authority? The world has little conception of such business, but the Christian should, and he should take his place in the current systems of business, industry, communication, science, politics, education, and so on, with the power and conviction that rightfully accompany one who knows God and is armed with, gift, with God's gifts to give witness to what should take place university, universally, end quote. It is, uh, it is this vision that should drive Christians in any field to excel and rise to the top. And as Matson spends a great deal of chapter six detailing, we need to make sure that we're in the right line of work, the kind of work God gifted us to do. Um, and I originally wanted to read excerpts from um, chapter six, but since we are out of time, I will not be doing that. But if you have the book, Finding a Job You Can Love by Ralph Madsen, I would highly encourage you to look through chapter six. If you know someone who is interested, um, you know, is about to go into the workforce or they want to go to college, they don't know what they want to do. A lot of people now just go to college just because that's the thing to do. I think less people are right. doing that now than they used to, which is really good. Um, but yep. there's still a large majority, unfortunately, of people who just go to college because that's the thing to do. They chuck thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars into nothing. For no reason. It's, it's one of the one of the good things about the vaccine mandating uh, colleges yeah, because true. now people are actually giving some extra thought right. into it's not as why they go, they're going to college. Yep, yep. It's not. Oh, I'll just grab two hundred thousand dollars of borrowed money. I'll worry about that. That's future me's problem. Um, I want to do this endeavor because all my friends are doing it, and it's the cool thing to do, <laughs> you know. And I think even, unfortunately, Christians fall prey to this. It's really sad because we should know better. Um, but we don't. It's not being preached in church, in churches today. It's not being taught. 
how to find a job you can love. And it's vitally important. It's what we spend most of our life doing. Most, most of the hours in our life are spent working. As they should be. That's the way God created us. But we can't just say our work is a separate thing. We've got work. Then we've got our spiritual life. Why? Why separate them? We don't see that. We didn't see, um, you know, God saying, okay, Adam, I want you to worship me uh, this day, this day, and then this day at these certain hours. And then I want you to work the rest of the day. No, he didn't separate that. Adam worked and his work was worshiping God because he was doing what he was created to do. When you're in the right field of work, you glorify God when you, you accomplish his will. You're doing his will when you do what you were created to do. Now, how do we find what we were created to do? That's what chapter six is all about. So if you know someone who's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm good at. I would grab this book and I would read through chapter six. I think probably next week I want to read parts of chapter six, even though that's not really what we're actually going to be reading on the show, just because chapter six is so good. It's probably one of my absolute favorite parts of this book. And it goes through all of that. Um, and I think there's six different phases that he talks about and breaks down in the chapter. Um, different parts of your personality, all sorts of different things like that. So I would highly encourage you to look into chapter six if you're interested in that sort of thing. And with that, I do believe that's everything. Anything else you guys want to add? No. All right. Well, then, thank you, everyone, so much for watching or listening to us today. I, we really appreciate it. Don't forget to share this with your friends. Like, subscribe. Do all the things that let us know you watched it, you enjoyed it. Um, you can find us on all sorts of different platforms. Just in case we get kicked off YouTube for some reason. Um, should happen any day now. Um, <laughs> you, you can We've already had to, the warnings. Yes, we've already had the warnings. That's right. You can go to trdshow.net to find a list of links to all the platforms and go to Rumble, go to Odyssey, go to Gab TV. Highly encourage Gab TV. If you're not following us on our Gab page, get on Gab, follow us on our Gab page. You can email the show with questions. If you'd like to get those documents that I mentioned about the vaccine um, exemption documents, you can email us at trdshow at protonmail.net. If you have any questions for Jake, myself, Joe, any of us, um, that is where you can send those questions. If you have suggestions for things you'd like to see us talk about on the show, they can go out there as well. trdshow at protonmail.com is our email address. Thank you so much, and we will see you in the next episode. And remember, everyone, in all that you do, do it unto the Lord.